0: of Mr. Badger
1: Talks Twitter Scum
0: and I'm here with me good friend John Joe Bobbins. How's it going,
1: John Joe? I'm very good, thank you, Mr. Badger. How's yourself? I'm I'm alright. We've we've,
0: we've just done a a little festival out in, is it, Helmsley in Yorkshire?
1: That's right, yeah. We've just been in... uh... Oh, I would say deepest, darkest Yorkshire, but it's quite a nice day. Uh, yeah, we've just been out in uh, Helmsley in Yorkshire. I'm not entirely sure where it is. I don't it, think I could find it again. It was
0: called the, the Farmyard Party for SmackTar's Comedy, I think it was.
1: That's quite right, it was indeed the Farmyard Party. And we brought a badger, so we uh, we did our bit. Yeah, the, the
0: badger was uh, mixed reception. <laughs>
1: I, think, I think you did better than you thought, to be honest. Yeah, there were definitely a few badger baiters in the audience. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and one masturbator on stage. <laughs> yeah, no wonder I slipped as I was going. out <laughs> Mine's sticky <laughs> yeah. mine's like treading on Velcro with woolen slippers <laughs> right. oh. so, so, uh, so, so John Joe, what, what, what would you like to talk to Mr Badger about today?
1: I think we said we were going to talk about American football, Mr Badger. By the way, do I call you Badger or Mister or what? Uh, you can
0: call me Terry if you Terry. want. Terry, Terry
1: Badger, that's right. TB. That's TB indeed. <laughs> yeah, me indeed. I will call you Terry. Yes, Terry, uh, I think we said we were going to talk about American football, as it happens to be one of the only things I'm an expert in.
0: What's the difference between American football and tennis?
1: Erm... <laughs> 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 um, I don't know, I feel like the similarity is that Andy Murray can't play either anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the difference, well American football is a team sport, tennis is an individual sport I guess. Yeah! That's the easiest answer to that question. What about doubles? What about doubles that's a good point actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you would very rarely get 22 people on a tennis court though you reckon think.
0: tennis would be better if they just had a bigger court and 22 people <laughs>
1: maybe this is what they need to revitalize the sport or wearing
0: know. padding and you're allowed to tackle the opposition <laughs>
1: that just sounds like dodgeball but you know with, with slight changes to the rules <laughs> uh, it, yeah. i'd be up for that ah! What, you'd play it? I, I probably would, to be honest, yeah. Who's going to tackle somebody my size and fucking padding, you know what I mean? <laughs> Getting out of the way would be a little bit difficult, uh, but... Uh, uh, m-
0: mentioning your disability, have you ever seen a game called Murderball? I
1: have seen Murderball, <laughs> <yeah>. Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we actually used to play a variation of it in PE when I was growing up. Yeah? Um, and yeah, and as part of the inclusivity thing, they... Um, I was encouraged to join in with the PE sessions. However, it didn't always work out when we played things like that. Fucking dodgeball, there's people belting balls at you, and it's just like, well, I can't go anywhere. I think that's that's not called PE, that's called bullying. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: well, yeah. It was Throw
0: the shit at the disabled kid! <laughs> Come on, we're doing it to invite you into our group, John!
1: It was all right when we used to play football, because people would try to kick me in the legs, but my legs were quite well protected by the splints that I wear, so they'd kick <laughs> me in the back of the legs and walk off with a broken toe. I, I always found that quite yeah, you
0: wear splints, do you?
1: I do indeed. Yeah. yeah. Ah right. right. What, what's the purpose Depends of those? To try and keep me straight. Um, not because I have uh, bisexual tendencies or anything, but to, no. try, to try and keep me, uh, try and keep me stood up straight and, and upright. It's fair to say they're doing a fucking brilliant yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So, so you, you're not a, a sportsman yourself then, because of the disability, but you love.
1: American football as a sport. Indeed, yeah, I'm an ex- I'm, a, I'm even an ex-coach of the um, American football. ex-coach? Yeah, for, for, for a couple of years I uh I Do you want to give a
0: shout out to your teams?
1: I can indeed, yeah, one of them doesn't exist anymore. I still... <laughs> I started with the uh, Bolton Bulldogs in two- when I was 18 years old, so in 2008. I take
0: it Bolton Bulldogs was just a description of the female fans? The,
1: uh... <laughs> well, we used to play at a place called Farnworth, so yeah, almost <laughs> certainly. Um, only people listed from Bolton will probably understand that one, but still uh. I'm happy enough with um, it. I started off with the Bolton Bulldogs for the first couple of years, and my last years were at the uh, Manchester Titans, and we're still going, and actually in the uh, British Premier League now, which is... Uh, is America there more than one to- league? There is indeed, yeah. <laughs> they started. They were in Division Two when I was there. Um, they are now, yeah. They're now a Premier League side. So they're doing pretty well. Um, I still know a couple of the people there. It was a great time in my life, to be honest. Uh,
0: what, what made you give it up?
1: Um, I think everything has a shelf life. So it got to the point where I was a bit like maybe it's time to move on to do something else, and I went into stand-up. I'm not quite sure where the link is there, but maybe I just decided... I, wa- I think I wanted to do something away from sport. As much I, as much I enjoy sport, I think I wanted to do something else with my time. And I, I was a bit of a frustrated comedian, so I decided to become a really frustrated comedian. <laughs> It's uh, yeah, that, that was all it was. We are really. half-time talks, more humour than encouragement. Oh no, I was an angry little fucker when I was coaching. I, yeah. was, I was a horrible person to be around. You can't we be strong, to he's an angry man. Put me in front of the sport, you see a different person, particularly <laughs> yeah. if, particularly if my friends were involved, which they often were. Yeah, never play backgammon against John Joe <laughs> Bobbins. <Yeah. so. laughs> Yeah, yeah, never play backgammon against me. Largely because I don't know what it is, you'll probably get quite frustrated if you're not knowing the rules.
0: Backgammon
1: is a special cut of meat on a pig.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh dear. It always used to confuse me, like old people always have strange names for games that literally nobody else plays like, was it Whist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. Cribbage is the one that gets me.
0: I'm not allowed to play cribbage, I'm banned from cribs, you
1: see. So it's, um, <laughs> yeah. To me, cribbage is like a nickname for somebody in fucking Made in Chelsea, you know what I mean? Oh, alright, cribbage, yeah, yeah, it's just that, it's not a fucking game. To be it fair it. with
0: your disability, cribbage could sound like an insult. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> uh, fucking cribbage! <laughs> Some, somebody with a speech impediment having a go at me there. That's it, yeah. yeah. I always remember. Uh, back when I was a, a younger badger, me and my friend were walking down the high street, and a little six year old boy bumped into us as he walked past us and uh, decided to spin round and show his little finger at us.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not sure is that, is that a lesser version of <laughs> the middle
1: finger, we're not
0: quite.
1: Um, I'm not quite sure, I, that could be worse, I honestly don't I, know. I
0: think he's, he'd seen his parents doing the middle finger, he'd copied them, he had gone, oh no, that's wrong,
1: you've got to do it with this finger, just because they knew he'd do it. So they just had to teach him a lesson. That's yeah. brilliant. So he taught him the little finger like he was some outrage character in a Shakespeare <laughs> play or something, I don't know. Maybe um, that or maybe I'd knock the cup of tea out of his hand. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: so what what is it about American football because you've got to admit American football in the UK
1: is not one of the largest sports (laughs) it's it's weird because it's a lot bigger now than it was when I started but yeah you're right it's still in terms of it's Sort of nationwide reach. It's got nothing on. It's got nothing on a lot of other sports, you know. But I think for me, it was all about the. Green balls is bigger than it. Well, yeah, but in fairness, they're they're more likely to die first. So you know. (laughs) I don't know what with the head injuries you get in fucking American (laughs) football. That one got knocked so hard it turned him gay. He can't be gay in American football, the only one that ever came out, he got drafted. I, I saw. He played yeah. like, like four games when they got rid of him. And he had nothing to do with his ability level, he was a good player. It's exactly, clear, yeah. You know, it's America, it's clearly still a fucking absolute nightmare for anybody that isn't normal. I mean, I've been over there twice. I mean, Christ almighty. What,
0: what, what was the name of the
1: chap? Ka- 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 Kaepernick, wasn't it? The, uh, yeah, called Kaepernick, yeah. He took,
0: took a knee, didn't he, against President Trump? Well, not President
1: Trump, it was more the racism, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he was taking... It got kind of distorted. He was doing... Um, Protest on basically inequality in America, which everybody knows is a massive fucking problem. Yeah. And he—he uh, he, he was actually my team's quarterback when he started doing this. And,
0: camp, it? yeah, yeah.
1: He played for the San Francisco. I guy, thought you uh,
0: meant in Manchester.
1: Oh, that would have been good, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, well, these days you can't get a job at the NFL. So maybe if he wants to give it a go, you know, give the uh, give the Manchester Titans a ring. Uh, yeah. I'm sure they'll get you on board. No, he—he um, he was basically saying he was protesting inequality, but that somehow became. Reported in the media as a protest against the national anthem, which I never quite understood. No, no. Uh, wasn't
0: it to do with uh, there was a,
1: a, 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 a young,
0: a black youth who'd been beaten by the police or maybe killed, wasn't it? Or you're going to have to narrow it down a bit. I mean,
1: we're talking <laughs> about 50,000 odd there,
0: but yeah. <laughs> I think it was a Tuesday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure there was. Uh, there's been a few, like, in American sport, there's been recorded cases of that. Um, it was the first time, really to think of it, I think it was probably the first time it really got into the NFL, like you've seen it in the NBA a little bit where like LeBron and his team had come out wearing t-shirts saying uh, I can't breathe and all that because of some guy that got choked to death, I can't remember his name, Uh, but yeah the NFL has always been kind of, the NFL I often think is the last bastion of slavery and I mean that in the sense that it's predominantly white owners and predominantly black players and I think that they tend to stifle Protest a little bit where possible. You're still kind of seen as a worker, whereas like the NBA, it's a little bit more free. So I think there was a bit. Well, of a while bit you of say point. that there was uh, the incident with the Los Angeles Clippers. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Mr. Donald Sterling and his. Oh uh, my word. Funny enough, I was watching a video on that last night. The guy is an absolute. Well, I don't, there's so many words you could use. <laughs> racist!
0: <Yeah. laughs> <It's> the,
1: <laughs> racist the is the obvious one, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, but yeah, it's
0: rife. The NBA is rife with prejudice. Such as, uh, are you aware of the British basketball player who played in the NBA in the late 90s, early 2000s called John Amici? John, John Amici, yeah. yeah, who, yeah. Came out once he left because he said he knew that if he came out as being homosexual whilst in the league, he wouldn't have a job, he wouldn't be able to play. Yeah, yeah, and straight away, an, a professional NBA, well, former professional NBA player called Tim Hardaway called into a radio station to say, If he was on my team, I would refuse to play, I would demand he was traded or I was traded because I ain't getting no gay off someone in the locker room. Yeah,
1: I always loved the idea that it might be an infectious disease. <laughs> yeah. like, I, never, I never fully understood that. People do the same with my disability sometimes, and it's like, you're not just suddenly going to wobble away. It's, it's all right, you know, you, yeah. don't, you can't catch it, it's not. But yeah, I, I, it's a very odd one. There is some, yeah. I think if you look at American sports in general. There's still a hell of a lot of it going on. What I do think now is, if you look at like the NBA, for instance, the players have a lot more freedom to choose yes. how they protest, and, and also like where they play and how much money they make. There's a lot more freedom there than there is in say the NFL. I would include baseball, but to be honest, well, baseball's just a wasteland to me. I don't, you know, I don't understand the sport. Is right. it a sport? Who knows? It's, well, yeah, it's, it's
0: hours upon hours of fat men. Hitting things with sticks It's uh, as yeah. really close to cavemen as we can get
1: it's probably if, the... if you're listening and you play baseball You're right. a fucking mongoloid <laughs> <laughs> It's probably the only thing that uh, That keeps confectionery sales in the US <laughs> yeah. Offload as well, uh, to be honest I've never seen so many products get sold in one place as Oh Fucking as hell no.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh dear but,
0: uh, With American football again in the UK What? made you reach out and say this this is my Mecca or were you watching it from a young age
1: I was watching it from when I was my dad dad watched it in the 80s when it was kind of like had it's last boom period over here Um, so he was always into it he never really tried to get me into it as such but he would always you know he would talk about it and and tell me things about it and then gradually it started appearing more on Sky when I was like 14, 15 I started watching it then Ah. We watched it for a couple of years and then like my mates were, well, some people that I knew as a result of being an NFL fan of, like started a team up in Bolton, and they basically said to me, you know, come down, come and see us kind of thing, and I said, well, you know, I'm not going to be able to play, that's, that's out of the question, you know, uh, yeah. so, well, you know you know a lot about the game, you could coach it, and yeah, they, they were right, it fitted really well, I think, the thing that attracted me was the was the strategic side of it. children. Nah, the, children. <laughs> <laughs> no, hell. the thing that attracted me was the children. I feel like I'm bloody Bernard Manning now. But, uh, <laughs> I am not I dead. Am, I am that's... categorically not saying Bernard Manning was a paedophile before anybody tries to sue me. Uh, no, nah, he was just a
0: racist, homophobic, fat <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sue me for that. That's fact.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, no, I, I think. Um, I don't know, I saw an opportunity to, to do something different and just also to get out of the house because obviously growing up with this it wasn't easy to have like hobbies to, you know, I would go out and meet people and things like that so it was quite nice to get away and be part, be part of something bigger, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah. It's like me, you know, I like getting out and doing my children's entertainment because uh, I get to meet vulnerable children who perhaps don't mix very well and are in need of comfort, you know. It's a service, isn't it?
1: I'm surprised we haven't met before. I would say it is. Yes, it's a service. I'm surprised we haven't met before. I've always been considered a vulnerable child. I'm 29. You you probably have quite a few of them forget what I've done to them.
0: (laughs) They have some of Mr. Badger's magical cowpole. And then uh, that's it, they drift into the netherworld. (laughs) And then it's fair game. So. I, f- I feel I'm probably giving too much away on this uh, We're going to take
1: a quick recess And that's alright with you yeah, That's fine. we'll
0: watch again in part two, yeah? Sounds good right, See you in part two everybody See you in part two So we're back for part two With Mr Badger Talks to a Scum And I'm here with me friend Flippity Gibbet I-, I-, I couldn't give a fuck anymore Whatever you are So, um, so we were talking about American football and your passion for it. And uh, over the break we we had a little bit of an atroph. We've just come from a rock gig, haven't we? It's like yeah. a biker festival uh where they do like a comedy tent, which is what we've just been doing. What music do you think you would use to pump up your American football team? Would it be uh, <laughs> what we what we've just been listening to? I This mean... club and that sort of shit? <laughs> REACH FOR THE STARS!
1: <laughs> yeah, I could I could totally see 30 odd, uh, 16 to 19 year olds dancing around to reach for the stars but yeah. my, uh, my doctor says that was my delusions and it'll clear up soon enough. Yeah. Uh, no, um, I, I... My stuff
0: isn't clearing up! <laughs> <laughs>
1: It was it's leaking a- down my leg. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it was always a little bit of a, of a mix between the two things. So like the, a lot of the guys were into like the rap music. That was never really my thing. People trying to be wanna be gangsters when they're from Alderley Edge, <laughs> yeah. <it> <laughs> you know. But, I'm
0: Professor Green. Yeah, well
1: exactly, yeah. like, <laughs> like
0: Cox Green and no one likes
1: that. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's our similarity. Or Plan B. Well, I wasn't too keen on Plan uh, A, so no. I, don't, I don't know where you go from Pl- there.
0: Plan B didn't even rap. <laughs> I don't understand it! He called him a rapper
1: and he never rapped He just said street words into a microphone for several minutes, yeah. as far as I was concerned. It was I saw him support the Snow Roses once and my god it was the longest 40 minutes of my life. Oh my word, I and, couldn't imagine watching that. You know I've been through American Customs and it was less painful than that. <laughs> um but no they, they were all like rappers and into you know, into stuff like that. I was more and still am more of like a punk and a rock sort of guy. That's why I love doing the gigs that we like, the type of which we've just done because fucking, to me, punk is just, it's for the people. I like scar too, and I get a lot of stick for that, but... what sort of scars? I've got two on my knee if it's of any use. Yeah? Uh, Yeah, from... uh, from Is that
0: from kneeling down in front of the (laughs) vicar?
1: Thankfully I was able to get away from religion, but... uh, I come from a religious family, I come from a previously religious family. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: What religion is that? Because
1: Mr. Badger's a Christian. Yeah, my uh, my family, well, the big side of my family were uh, big Catholics, um, Irish Catholics actually. And, uh, oh dear. Yeah, but, well, yeah, it's, it's good really. Thou shalt not do fucking anything. Well, exactly, but it gives you the twin things of guilt and alcoholism which, uh, yeah. I still carry one of those around every so often, but uh, yeah, so like... I take it the only thing that you've carried on from
0: the uh, Catholic faith is the child molestation. Is that <laughs> <it>? <laughs> Some
1: might say that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't have enough money to pay, pay them off, you see. So. No, that's uh, it. Uh, it's the life of a middle spot comedian. I,
0: I, I do feel sorry for these religious people, you know, sitting in their... Palace is full of gold in the Vatican <laughs> and, uh, saying, oh please donate some money to us, the fucking what's it called, the, the big tower in France has burned down.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Notre Dame Notre up.
0: Dame, that's burned down and sadly all the computers and their hard drives burnt <laughs> 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 yeah, I
1: mean we were throwing them in there but the still
0: doesn't make it any less <laughs> all the evidence is burnt oh no <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's, it's bollocks man, you're like you see the religious people coming out and giving it Oh, we must end equality and all this. You could end quality in five minutes if you sold all the fucking gold that's in you, you know, that's in a lot of your... Uh... I see, yeah. Uh... But anyway, I You're of paying politi- off parents for fucking their kids. Yeah, it's best I don't get into a political rant on here, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm unpopular enough on the circuit as it is. Oh, so... fuck the circuit, the circuit's full of cunts.
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what I was going to say was, uh, on the note of religion, and we were talking about uh music to pump your team up and you mentioned punk music. Yeah.
1: Are there any religious punk bands? Um religious punk bands. I remember a religious rock band called Creed, you might. Know. Oh my word, I remember Creed. Yeah, yeah. I think they are tap. Uh, that's in yeah, what a cunt he is. Um, <laughs> I think The Offspring summed it up the best with a t-shirt that said Even God Hates Creed, which I thought was (laughs) quite good. They're the only one I can really think of. What what was the, the... oh god, there was one that did Alive, I remember. Oh, so will I. Oh,
0: POD, POD. Oh, yeah, payable on death, that was it, wasn't it? <laughs> is that what it stood for? Yeah, which right. is what we all wished. <laughs> I can only demand early payment. That's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're still around, actually. They did a the gig at Manchester Ritz not too long ago. Jesus It was Christ. them and, uh, oh God, I want to say... Early Cliff Camp Richard. <laughs> Cliff Richard, yeah. <laughs> I want to say Alien Ant Farm, but I could be wrong. Yeah. But, but I thought to myself, well, Alien Ant Farm have got like two songs, and Pod have got one, so that's going to be a really short gig. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's it. I, actually, I remember POD had another song called Youth of the Nation. And it was all on about how the youth are disenfranchised and how they've got nothing going for them. And let's fuck the system up. Fuck your parents. Not fuck your parents. <laughs> well, I know in Manchester that's a thing. But, <laughs> but it was, it was like, oh, you know, fucking push back against the older people. Young people are pricks. Young people get given everything they want. If they worked hard and didn't go and live the Hollyoaks lifestyle, <laughs> they could afford a decent life. I don't think they understand it. They're mums and dads probably struggled when they were younger and now they just expect everything they want the brand new Playstation, the brand new car two holidays a year, the Instagram lifestyle but yet there's still all these why is there nobody out there writing a song going you're a cunt,
1: work a little bit harder
0: Stop going
1: to Benidorm, you fucking monk! Yeah, I've always been a little bit confused by people that adopt sort of punk ideals when they've actually they've got everything they want in life. You know you know if you're not struggling I don't necessarily think it's for you a lot of the time. I've always been a bit confused by like people in the like the mid-50s as well trying to talk to teenagers via music. It's oh. God. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it works, there are there are some bands that can do it, but there's a lot that can't, and I never really I never really understood that. Nah, but the 2DFM,
0: anybody trying to put a message across via music can go fuck themselves. (laughs) I'm, I'm not a fan, all I want to hear is about you shagging your girlfriend. Preferably of age, <laughs> that'll do for me. And you laughing, but in the 60s
1: there were a lot of dodgy songs released. Well, weirdly enough, the first thing that popped into my head was Motley Crue, and I don't know why, but yeah, like, <laughs> it, it's, uh, yeah, it is a bit odd. Yeah, you're right, I mean, bloody yeah, like, hell, the one that sticks in my mind is You're 16 by Ringo Starr. Yes. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: this Sweet 16 as
0: well by what's it, Neil Sedaka. Oh, aye, yeah. <laughs> Tonight's yeah. the night <laughs> I've been waiting for. You're not a little girl anymore. Jesus fucking Christ.
1: Uh, yeah, sometimes when I look at some song titles, I wonder how people didn't know what was coming, pun not intended. Well, um, yeah. You know, like one of Gary Glitters, and I think it was a B side, was I Wish I Could But I Can't. <laughs> that was uh, Orville the Duck. <laughs> Oh God, that in the fucking hell, I, I heard that recently and it's an extremely hard song to find, the one with all of all the duck and Keith, Keith Harris. It's an extremely hard st- song to masturbate to, <laughs> although... When you envision
0: King's Irish dying, it makes it a bit easier.
1: Well, I read recently that the guy that wrote it is trying to expunge it from the internet because he's fucking fed up with people winding him up about it. <laughs> uh, which I don't really blame him for, because fuck, mate. Like, it's not hard to see how punk started when you look at some of the shit that was around at the time. Yeah? Like, yeah, I mean, fucking hell. Like, well, yeah, don't, don't, don't get me started, but fucking hell. Like, people are still going... People in Manchester that are my age are still going to Abernites, and I thought, mate, they were ah. shit the first time, around.
0: Yeah. Although, uh, I'm not a fan, either, of the Sex Pistols, because I, I think they were a manufactured punk band. Yeah, so uh, they... they I, I don't like... There were punks living
1: the punk lifestyle thinking they were punks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... Somebody, I read something this week actually that somebody said if you think punk is just a fashion sense or like a way you dress it's not You don't have to dress a certain way to be punk but I think Mr. Badger is punk and mm-hmm. I, I dress yeah, in I, no I, way I, like a uh, I you know, totally in agree in with that. Yeah. you definitely are And I, I've been described as that before and I, I think I'm probably one of the least punk people to exist but Was that
0: by an American in the 1980s and you were robbing his shop?
1: <laughs> <Was I> Listen <living laughs> here pop. punk!
0: <laughs> did he ask you to make his day?
1: <laughs> I, I honestly think that the Sex Pistols kind of ushered in an idea of image being the biggest thing, and it's not. Like it's just, no. a, it's just a mindset. Of much of anything else. Yeah,
0: don't give a fuck.
1: <laughs> that's the, honestly, that's the
0: best thing you could do. So, uh, so yeah, with your don't give a fuck, what don't give a fuck tune are you using to pump your team up? Ooh, it's it. Uh, how many, do they do quarters is it? Yeah, it's four quarters, yeah. So it's the end of the fourth quarter, you're down by
1: 76 points. I don't
0: know, I don't know how this works. You need 17 home
1: runs. Well, you cl- <laughs> <laughs> well down by 76 points, yeah. you clearly saw us play a few times. Uh- <laughs> Fucking hell. I mean the one that always gets me that gets played at American football games I think it still gets played now is Rock and Roll Part 2 by Gary Glitter It still gets played I've heard it a few Perhaps times It's it's the fear of having their children molested by the good well, he's
0: not dead but by Gary Glitter He might as well be dead yeah. really yeah. They just, They've just they got him backstage in a cage They've got their kids It's like if you don't get two more touchdowns We're, we're letting his chains off That's it <laughs> With pe- peanut butter around your child's
1: anus he's going for it i always like that one when i hear that one and uh, i think it was the ultimate warrior for wwe's theme seems to knock about a bit as well a man who famously said queering doesn't make the world work which i always oh thought was god. A, an interesting quote if not an accurate one yeah um, but yeah I, I, in terms of what i'd choose oh god I hate being put on the spot sometimes. Uh, I'm a big, I'm a big Ted Kennedys fan. Uh, not in the sense that I enjoyed seeing John get shot or anything. Who? The, the, the Dead Kennedys. That was the Beatles. <laughs> 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 Fucking don't get me started on John Lennon. we haven't got enough time for that one. Yeah, no, it's our um, future podcast. Oh, Your hatred of John Lennon. No, I can sum it up pretty easily. Like people see him as an inspirational guy. And he beat his missus! Exactly, he was a wife beating drug addict It was like fuck off man Yeah. Um, I'm not popular in Liverpool oddly enough uh, For saying things like that But I don't really give a shit I, Yeah but I like the Dead Kennedys I went to see them last year um, had quite a lot of fun with a, with a good friend of mine um, Anal? <laughs> no, 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 unfortunately no um, <laughs> Oh so it's a female well, friend? myself whole way around we're, we're delving
0: deep in it, yeah. much
1: like you wanted to with her bottom. So. <laughs> That's actually one of those songs. Yeah. Uh, delving uh, deep in the bottom. I'm That's big... an Adele song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rolling in the deep part of Yeah, it fucking it is, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah, no, uh, Holiday in Cambodia by the Ted Kennedys is always one of my favourites. I've never actually been on Holiday in Cambodia, but uh, I feel like I just... I feel like I'd want it to be like the song and it doesn't really work like that but I like the bit because they do actually during the song they take the piss out of people that think they are like punk and all that Um, and and like take the piss out of like gap year type people. I don't know if they were around in the 80s but it feels very similar to saying like you know uh, talking about how they know about the struggle just because they've been to Cambodia but they're not actually Cambodia so they haven't got a fucking clue you know. White people with dreads.
0: Listen, no! Discuss! Stop it! <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't give a fuck about cultural appropriation, I genuinely couldn't, but it's just, you dirty, smelly, whinging fucking hippies. Go go back to your hole, keep living off mummy and daddy's fucking money, and stop complaining, you've got it so hard.
1: <laughs> well if cultures were never appropriated, England would have nothing going for we, were, we would literally be fishing ships and that's about it, and I think we even stole that. So. I think we did,
0: yeah.
1: Our, you know, uh, I, I, I can see why people think it's an issue, but I also think that the entire country's built on it, so what, what do you do, you know? Yeah. Um but yeah, that, again, it's people, yeah, I don't fucking gap year people do, do get on the nerves. Rob yeah. Mulholland does an
0: amazing joke about cultural appropriation, I don't know if you've heard it. I think I have, but I can't remember it now. So he says that uh you know, that people are complaining about <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've heard that one Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's um, it's, a good, it's a good joke, yeah, it's a well-written joke um, One that can make or break a set <laughs> I Yeah, tell I think you've got to know your audience there I mean, if you're playing to the NAACP or something, you might not want to go down that route I I thought you said the uh, NCC,
0: (laughs) I'm not allowed to gig for them, so
1: uh,
0: we've sort of meandered off the American football thing, I'm sure we'll actually let's just do it quickly,
1: what got you into American football? the, fuck it, the the over-the-top nature of it, I think, the big hits and the stuff top. like that. Yeah, but also like the st- from a from a point of view of somebody that could never play the strategic side of it, too. Because I was kind of drawn to using my brain to understand it and how to how to how to win it? Basically, how to be good. You, See, know? you are literally Mr. Glass, but with American football. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or the rain man of American football. One <laughs> or the other. I'm not too sure, but yeah. Um... Well, let's
0: let's end that on a uh, on a nice little slight
1: on your disability. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why not? But it's been lovely chatting to you, Mr. John Joe Bobbins. Uh, is there anything you'd like to plug before we leave? Any uh, websites or anything? I am
1: indeed going to plug something. I'm not sure when this will air, but I have a, uh, I have a show coming coming up on the 20th of July in Manchester. You can see my uh, Facebook page for all that kind of stuff. Uh, John Porter Comedy. I will be plugging it extensively on there. Please come if you don't think I'm a cunt. I've it already w- come! <laughs> in fact, come if you do think I'm a cunt. That's happened before. Um, either way, got to get you five quid, so I'm not really bothered.
0: Yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, Check out John Porter on July the 20th. Uh, Well, been lovely chatting to you. Say bye-bye, John. (laughs) Bye-bye, John. (laughs) Bye-bye, everybody.